Yeah. 
this day, God, we want everything to be for your glory. We want our thoughts, our words, our songs, our church, our community, our resources, our time, our lives, all to be for you. God, everything ours is yours. And we come before your holy presence to declare this to be so. Our God, in this time of worship and listening to your words, we pray, O oh God, that you open our eyes, our ears, our hearts, our minds, our God, to the mysteries of your word. May we, everything we do, Lord God, give glory to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Hi, this is Pastor Mike Dizon sharing to you God's Word today via podcast. In behalf of One Beat Christian Ministries, we welcome you and pray that God's Word speak to your soul today and find encouragement in times of challenges. So before we start, why don't you wave to the person nearest to you? Kasi bawal nga ang tap o ang high five. Since we're practicing social distancing, just wave while closing your mouth a bit para hindi tumalsik yung laway nyo and say, I'm happy you're here. Well, praise God. Thank God for technology. We are at a season where we get to utilize technology by using live streams, podcasts, and videocasts to proclaim the Word of God everywhere. Today, many houses will become churches wherein fathers can exercise their priesthood. Today, we join with other churches around the world in raising one banner, one team, one church, so that God alone gets all the credit. So before we dig into God's Word, would you please join me in prayer? Abba Father, you are good and faithful in our lives. Your promises are true and your mercies are new every morning. We pray today that we have expectant hearts, open minds, and hands ready to apply the very words in our life. As you said in your word, the grass withers and the flowers fall but the word of God endures forever. In this time of crisis, may we draw hope and encouragement through your word, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Allow me to begin by sharing a quote by Thomas Adams that says, He who sends the storms steers the vessel. Thomas Adams wanted to remind that those storms can get the best of us and lead us to easily lose hope and feel frustrated. There is good news. May napakagandang balita, mga kapatid. And that is that God is in control. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, God is always in control. You see, God is always in control regardless of the storms He may send in our lives. The fact is that you are never alone. The captain of the ship of your life is standing next to you. Ano ang kinatatakot mo? Amidst all the things we read, hear, and watch on TV, Facebook, newspaper about the so-called COVID-19, remember, my brothers and sisters, this morning, that God is sovereign. God always delivers on His promises. That's how faithful God is. Today's message is entitled, Anchored. An anchor, or in Tagalog, angkla, is a device normally made of steel used to connect a vessel to the bed 
of the body of water to prevent the ship or boat from drifting due to wind or current. Did you know that if a ship is already caught in a storm, it may be best to ride it out in open water rather than try to approach the shore in heavy wind and waves? Hirap kasi English eh, di ba? Ibig sabihin, if the engine stops, they would drop an anchor to reduce drifting while they ride out the storm. Today, aligned with our passage of Scripture, located in Matthew chapter 8, verses 23 to 27, we get to find out where to place our anchors onto, especially in trying times such as this, to keep us hopeful and encouraged to keep on going. So without any more delay, if you have your Bibles with you, may I invite you to open your Bibles to Matthew chapter 8, verses 23 to 27. I'll be reading out of the New International Version. So may I request you listening to this message to stand up in respect to the reading of the Word of God. Matthew chapter 8, 23 to 27. Jesus calms the storm. Then he got into the boat and his disciples followed him. Suddenly, a furious storm came up on the lake so that the waves swept over the boat. But Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him saying, Lord, save us. We're going to drown. He replied, You of little faith, why are you so afraid? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the waves, and it was completely calm. The men were amazed and asked, What kind of a man is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. Blessed be the reading of God's word. You may be seated. Our passage this morning has the title, Jesus Comes the Storm. And there's one person who can truly calm the storm in any crisis. It's Jesus. Matthew begins by telling us that he got into the boat and his disciples followed him. It was Jesus, take note, it was Jesus who first got into the boat, followed by his disciples. In this verse, the word follow catches my attention. Sabihin sa katabi mo, follow. You see, the word follow connects this passage with the one that just preceded it. In the previous passage, may dalawang lalaki na gustong sumunod kay Kristo. But they were made to stop first and count the cost of following Christ. One man said, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. But Jesus let the man know that he didn't even have a place to lay his head onto. Verses 19 to 20. The other man offered to follow and asked to be excused first, saying, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. But Jesus let the man know that he demanded to have an even greater priority in the man's life than his own father, which is located in verse 21 to 23. When both men had to confront the difficult challenge that comes with following Jesus Christ. My brothers and sisters in Christ, to be a disciple of Jesus means to be a follower of him. It means to go where he says you to go, to do what he says to do, and believe as he believes, as he says to believe rather. But at the end of the day, not everyone, after they have counted the cost, is willing to accept the challenge of following Jesus. So the question today is, are you willing 
to follow Jesus in his boat? Pwedeng oo, pwedeng hindi, pwedeng pwede. But as we read on, we get to find out what happened to these men who followed Jesus in the boat. Verse 24, Suddenly, a furious storm came up on the lake so that the waves swept over the boat. But Jesus was sleeping. Karamihan sa mga disipulo ni Jesus during this time were fishermen, mga mangingisda. Di ba bilang mangingisda, they usually had a way of telling kung may bagyo na papakating. Siguro yung kulay ng ulap kung medyo maitim. Yung iba yung ihip ng hangin kapag medyo malamig. Yung iba titignan nila yung pakiramdam sa tubig. But you see in our passage for today, they were caught off guard because Matthew said suddenly or biglang may malakas na bagyo. And I love how much detail Matthew placed by using the adjective furious, meaning raging, wild, intense, to describe the storm. It was no ordinary storm to the point that the waves swept over the boat. You see, even when you follow Jesus Christ faithfully, unexpected storms will come. We shouldn't ever think that just because we're following Jesus, we have the right to be exempted from the storms or struggles of life. As we continue, we find Jesus sleeping. Sana kahit hindi ko kayo nakikita ngayon, sana hindi kayo natutulog. <laughs> you see the contrast in Matthew's writing? When he used the word but, I'd like to imagine the disciples panicking. Siguro sinasabi nila ngayon eh, bili na tayo ng face mask, kulang na ang alcohol, 70%, 50%, 100%. Panic buying na tayo. Ay, wala pala tayong pera, kaya panic na lang. Parang tayo, di ba? But it was during this time of storm that Jesus was sleeping. Siguro pagod siya, o siguro nakasilip. But it's good to note that he was the only person in the boat not panicking. Verse 25, The disciples went and woke him saying, Lord, save us. We're going to drown. To start, they did the right thing by saying the right words. If you look at the phrase, Lord, save us, in the word Lord, we see that they knew who to go to and also in what manner of reverence they should approach Him. In that first word, they recognized and admitted His authority and power to call Him Lord. In this case, was to confess His deity o yung pagiging Diyos ni Jesus. In the second word, save us, or the second words rather, we see that they knew what they needed. They needed to rescue Him. They needed to be rescued. They laid out their need before Him. And as we continue, they said, we are going to drown wherein they rightfully or rightly stated their situation and rightly understood how helpless they were unless Jesus did what they asked. If He didn't help them, they were going to die. It's as simple as that. When we're in the midst of storms of life, the perfect thing to do is to cry out to Jesus. Verse 26, he replied, You of little faith, why are you so afraid? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the waves, and it was completely calm. Matthew tells us na nagising si Jesus. But he tells us that before he rebuked the winds and the waves, he rebuked his disciples. You of little faith, why 
Are you so afraid? Sabi ni Jesus, hindi lang sila takot, pero takot na takot. Kaya sinabi ni Matthew, so afraid. You see, my friends, the real problem was not the storm, but their lack of faith in Jesus. In this story, they probably have been with Jesus for about a year, witnessing the different miracles that he performed, yet they did not really understood or understand who he was. He was the Son of God. The storms that we go through are very real and at times very terrible. But each storm is allowed by the Lord to encourage us to place our trust in something about God that we've already been taught. He has already shown us what He can do. And the storms force us to go back to that thing we've already learned about Him and trust Him in a new way in the current circumstance. I'd like to imagine that after this situation, the disciples would face the same storm in the sea in a different manner. Kasi naalala nila yung pagkakataon na yon. Imagine Jesus rebuking the winds and the waves. Hoy, hoy, tama na yan. Stop! Tapos biglang kumalma yung paligid. He is the only person who can make earthquakes stop. Stop! Imagine His power. His authority when Jesus speaks. Matthew 28, 28, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. If he, can command, if he can command rather wind and waves, he can command everything else that may come into our lives. This COVID-19, if Jesus says stop, it will end. His call to us in the midst of the storm is that we trust Him to have absolute control over all that comes our way and to lean on Him as our strong and sufficient help. Lastly, verse 27, the men were amazed. What kind of a man is this? Even the winds and the waves obey Him. I'd like to imagine us in the boat after everything was already come, Jesus on the other side and the disciples on the other side, siguro nakangangapa sila in amazement. Worship occurs when we see our great God for who He really is and respond to what we see in an appropriate and heartfelt way. And it is in these storms of life that we get to see who Jesus is. Today, as we reflect on this account by Matthew and go back to our title entitled, Anchored, allow me to suggest, allow me to leave you, allow me to suggest on where one has to place his anchor on. My first point, in order to survive life's challenges, we have to be anchored on God's presence. You see, going back to verses 23 to 24 of our passage of Scripture today, God is always present. I want you to declare it in your heart that God is always present. Even if it seems He's asleep, as long as Jesus was in the boat, the disciples had no reason to be afraid either. This morning, or even today, can you still feel God's presence in your life? At the end of the day, God's presence 
will always bring peace amidst the storm. A story goes, the oyster takes a grain of sand and turns it into a beautiful pearl. Many people are just the opposite. They take pearls and, and turn them into grains of sand. We can best experience God's presence by pausing and living a life close to the presence of God. It is difficult to have a good relationship with God, to build a solid, close relationship with Him if we're always on the run. Lagi tayong tumatakbo, lagi tayong busy. Believe it or not, we are wired to take a pause, reflect, and rest. Psalm 46.10 reminds us, Be still and know that I am God. He is God and not us. He is in control and we are not. When we need a miracle, when things seem impossible, He can. He is God. A quote by Vivian Green reads, Life isn't about waiting for the storm to pass. It's about learning to dance in the rain. You don't just wait for bad things in your life to go away. Instead, you have to have a positive attitude and take challenges head on. And enjoy the journey knowing that God is with you and that His presence is enough. Carol, para sa ito. Sa crisis na dala ng COVID-19, dami nagsasabi, stay safe, stay safe, uy pare, stay safe. Eh nung stay safe ka sa akin, hindi ka naman nagstay. Mabuti ang presensya ng Diyos. Stay na nga, safe pa. Being anchored on God's presence means dropping anxiety and securing peace. A man went to a barbershop to have his hair and his beard cut as always. He started to have a good conversation with the barber who attended him. They talked about many things, but ibang pinag-usapan. Suddenly, they began to talk about God. The barber said, Look, man, I don't believe that God exists as you say. Why do you say that? Asked the client. Well, it's easy. You just have to go out in the streets to realize that God does not exist. Oh, tell me, if God exists, would there be so many sick people? Would there be abandoned children if God existed? There would be no suffering nor pain. I can think of a loving God who permits all these things. The client stopped for a moment thinking, but he didn't want to respond so as to cause an argument. The barber finished his job and the client went out of the shop. Just after he left the barber shop, he saw a man in the street with long hair and long beard. He again entered the barber shop and said to the barber, You know what? Barbers do not exist. How can you say that they don't exist as the barber? I'm here and I'm a barber. No, the client exclaimed. They don't exist because if they did, there would be no people with long hair and long beard like that man who walks in the street. Ah, the barber, uh, barbers do exist. What happens is that people do not come to me. Exactly, affirmed the client. That's the point. God does exist. What happens is people don't go to him and do not look for him. That's why there's so much pain and suffering in the world. My second point today, 
in order to survive life's challenges, we have to be anchored in God's promises. Matthew reminds us in verse 25 to 26 that the best thing we can do during a storm is to cry out to Jesus. We go back to His Word, His promises, like it says in Psalms 50 verse 15, Call, call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you shall glorify me. God's promises can bring sunshine to your problems. Today, regardless of your circumstance or circumstances and what's happening all around the world, declare this simple truth. God's promises are true for me. God's promises are true for me. Don't let doubt keep you from experiencing His blessing. Move forward by faith, constantly trusting Him. Be faithful and obedient. He will keep every promise. So at the end of the day, know God's word and stand on His promises. A biblical promise is a declaration of God's intention to graciously bestow a gift upon an individual or group of people. You cannot hold on to a promise that you do not know. Let me repeat that. You cannot hold on to something you do not know. My brothers and sisters, listening to this podcast, read your Bibles and memorize God's promises to you because it will give you hope especially in trying times like this. Not only will it give you hope, it will reveal more about who God is, His character, that He is faithful, loving, patient, forgiving, and many more. Just like in Romans 8.28, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love Him, who have been called according to His purpose. Mahirap because despair is contagious. There was a fellow who was about to jump from a bridge. An alert police officer slowly and methodically moved towards him, talking with him all the time. When the officer got within an inch or inches of the man, he said, Surely, Nothing could be bad enough for you to take your life. Tell me about it. Talk to me. Usap tayo. The would-be jumper told how his wife had left him, how his business had gone bankrupt, how his friends had deserted him. Everything in his life had lost meaning. For 30 minutes, he told the sad story of his life. How my end result? What happened? Then they both jumped. <laughs> you see, today, God's promises, or God's promises to make something good out of the storms in your life. A quote by David Nicholas reads, God's promises are like the stars. The darker the night, the brighter they shine. Because at the end of the day, in order to anchor on God's promises, we are to release worry and fasten on trust. And ito ba si Ray? Ray, if you're listening, yan. we have this phrase today called social distancing, which means iwasan yung handshake, beso-beso, in short, minimal physical interaction. Na parang sa ating mga Pilipino, napakahirap Social distancing hanggat maaari, iwasan na rin yung maghahawak kamay, lalo na kung bibitawan ka din naman sa huli. Yung maganda sa mga pangako ng Diyos. Hindi ka niya iiwanan, hindi ka rin niya bibitawan. Lastly, my brothers and sisters today, 
we are to be anchored on God's power. Verses 26 to 27, Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the waves, and it was completely calm. The men were amazed and asked, What kind of a man is this? Even the winds and the waves obey him. In Colossians uh, chapter 1, verses 15 to 17, we're, to, we're told that he is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible where the thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things. And in him, all things consist. He proved this when he was in the storm with his disciples. He is able to do the same thing for us today in the midst of our storms that we experience in our life. You have the ability to allow God's power to work in you. It's your choice. When we trust Jesus to see us through the storms of life, He takes us to the other side and shows us more of who He truly is. And as a result, if we truly learn what He seeks to teach us through the storms of life, we come away more in love with Him and more in awe of Him and more surrendered to Him. A typical concert piano has over 240 strings that when tuned and tightened, create a pull of about 40,000 pounds on the frame. You see, without the tension, there would be no beautiful music. Being anchored in God's power is unlocked in your life through prayer and praise. Praising God in hard times doesn't minimize or deny heaviness of the heart. Instead, it redirects our focus on who God is and actually allows us to feel His power. Matthew 19.26 with God, all things are possible. Today, allow me to ask you this question. When was the last time you felt God's power in your life? Stephen Fertig wrote, The only way God can show us He is in control is to put us in situations we cannot control. Alam mo, sa ngayon, ang dami natin pinapagawa para maiwasan yung virus. Ray, 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 listen ulit. Dahil sa COVID-19, they ask you to wash your hands for at least 20 seconds. Huwag nang lumabas ng bahay pag may sakit. Magdala ng alcohol sanitizer, at ano pa mang essential personal hygiene. Sinasabi din na wag na kayong sumiksik sa mga matataong lugar at wag na wag nyo na rin isiksik ang inyong sarili sa taong hindi naman kayo mahal. We can do so much, but we can't do everything. At the end of the day, God's power can do it all. God's power is in control. So today, let's let go of fear and fix on faith. As we end, let me leave you with some personal reflections. Life's roughest storms prove the strength of our anchors. 
today? How strong are your anchors? And even better yet, when we come to realize it, our anchors are dependent on where it is placed. God can calm the storm in your life, but sometimes He calms you. So today, battle life's challenges by anchoring yourself on God's presence, on God's promises, on God's power. Let me leave you with this story. Gold is one of the most valuable materials on earth. It has been used for centuries as money, but it also has many uses in industry, manufacturing, and even space flight. One of the traits that makes gold so useful is that it can be shaped and formed so easily. In fact, a single ounce of gold can be flattened out to cover 300 square feet. But gold ore dug out of the ground contains many other elements that must be removed prior to gold being useful. The refining process for gold involves intense heat. Gold melts at a temperature of almost 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit. That incredibly high temperature is required for gold to be ready to be used. The Christian life involves much the same process. Sometimes we are surprised when bad things happen to good people. But the scripture tells us that fiery trials are part of God's refining process for our lives. Rather than gripping or complaining when trials come, we should rejoice as we think of the end result that will produce. So today, before we end, allow me to leave you the question, where are you anchored on? Where are you anchored? So today, let's pause for a moment and reflect on today's message. Today, your storm or storms may be the following. It may be a job loss. It may be a marital situation that has just blown up. It may be a loved one who is addicted to something and bringing havoc to your home. It may be a rebellious teen. Perhaps you just caught your teenager doing something wrong. It may be a relative that's causing trouble to you and your family. It may be the sudden news of a family illness. It may be news that your child has been hurt or abused. It may be someone that is directly an unjust financial attack towards your family. It may be that you are just so tired of continually difficult situation that you feel a crisis is erupting in your heart. Or it may be, it just may be, the ongoing COVID-19 crisis all over the world. Today, whatever storm you're going through today, allow your anchor to be placed on God's presence, to be placed on God's promises, and to be placed on God's power.
So today, before I pray for you guys, take this moment to just breathe in God's presence. Think about His promises in your life. And allow your heart beat to remind you of the power of God that lives in you. Let us pray. Father God, as we reflect on our life, things, situations may be falling apart. Today, Father, help us not to overreact. Help me not to overreact. Calm down my spirit. Calm down my soul. At times, I cannot believe on what's happening. Show me how to calm down. Help me, Father, to act and react wisely. Guide my thoughts. Help me control my emotions. Protect me. Protect us from saying and doing things that will make the situation worse. Lord, today, we know that we need not to panic. I need to remember that you know how to take this mess and sort it all out and turn it into a message for you to be glorified. Father, today may we be reminded to anchor on your presence, your promise, and your power that you are in control of everything and that you are sovereign. In this national crisis, COVID-19, that the whole world is experiencing, we pray for your mercy and guidance. May your blood cover us and keep us away from harm. May we focus on you, trust you, and regardless of what happens, you and you alone, Father, will always be God in our life. Today, Father, we love you. We worship you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. So before we end, why don't you say to your neighbor, are you blessed? So before we end, kanang kamay po sa ating mga puso, and you know the drill. Repeat after me. I am blessed. I am favored. I am loved. One more time. Mean it with all your heart. I am blessed. I am favored. I am loved. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, God of peace, God of love, God who is in control, God who is sovereign, we thank you for your word today, O Lord. May your word become true in our life. Lord, today dismiss us with your love, dismiss us with your presence. May we continuously hold on to your promises and allow your power to be manifested in our lives. I pray that the love of God, the abounding grace of His Son Jesus, and the constant fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless. Keep safe. God loves you.